You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. The NHL season has been packed with dirty dangles, hat tricks, and big wins. As the action rolls on, DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL, has your shot to win big too. New customers can bet just $1 on any team and get $150 in free bets if they win. That's right, a bump in the win column for your team means free bets for you. Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, you have a, still have a shot to light the lamp. Everyone can play for huge cash prizes with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Hockey Contest. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use the promo code THPN. Bet just $1 on any NHL team and get $150 in free bets if they win. That's promo code THPN at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. 21 years or older, restrictions apply. Want to go, pretty boy? Two minutes by yourself and you feel shame, you know, and then you get free. The only thing better than a glass of beer is tea with Miss McGill. And welcome to the 4th Line Voice Podcast. My name is Darren. Thank you very much for tuning in. Episode 196 of the big show, some Enforcer Base Podcasting coming at you, brought to you by the Hockey Podcast Network. How's everybody doing out there? Another Sunday, bloody Sunday. End of the work week, or end of the week, beginning of the work week, depends when you're listening. How's everybody doing out there? Oh folks, let me tell you, we got a good one tonight. It is Saturday night and I'm recording all oh, its social media is blowing up. Oh, the crying is tremendous. Oh, it's been, they've been crying all week, folks. Oh. And people wonder why the game is the way it is. Oh, tremendous. Just listen. I said, it's so funny. You could definitely tell the ex-players that are just like retired and in private life and the ex-players that are just licking boots to either get a to get a media gig or have one and they're just holding on so tight to keep it oh craig simpson oh you know what a bunch of fucking losers oh it's just embarrassing i don't know who you're trying to impress really 
I'll get to it because some people that probably aren't watch that don't watch hockey anymore and aren't on social media and everything else that you're you have no idea what I'm talking about. I'll get to it, folks. Don't worry, I'll explain myself. Oh, it'll be a good time. We're gonna have good. We're gonna have fun today. Um. All right. Well, well, let's do that. We'll do this right at the top of the show, and then we'll we'll get into it here. Uh, of course, I remember the Hockey Podcast Network is over a while for now. <laughs> if I keep going on social media, I might not be. Um, <laughs> there's over 50 shows in the network. All the NHL teams are represented. So whatever team you're a fan of, there's a show for you. For my off-network friends. Oh, we got... While well, he moved. Florida is a little less Florida these days. Yeah, Mud Show Alec there at the Five for Fighting podcast. Yeah, they, uh, yeah, they, uh, they packed up the shanty. You know, put it in the put it in the little lugger, hooked it up to that uh, you know the welcome wagon there, and uh, and off they went off to North Kakalaki there on his way to North Carolina. So there you go, congratulations. That got a little more hickey, and uh, yeah, but I know the move went well. He's already there, and oh, he's got bush bush beer soap. Uh, that's what kind of people we deal with in North Carolina. They got bush beer soap. Apparently he's all excited about that, you know, finally get him under, get him in a, get him in a bathtub. And, uh, yeah, I don't know where, the, I think they probably just dropped the shanty wherever, maybe in a Walmart parking lot or a Stuckey's. I don't know, what do you people have in North Carolina? I don't know, the Piggly Wiggly out back by the dumpster. You know, that's probably where they'll spend a couple of days. I don't know what the Wi-Fi is like, so six-pack coverage there. I don't know, the network, they might not be getting a couple, they might not be getting an episode for a while. I think you might have a dent in the tin can. They can't find any string, so we'll see. I've been trying to get a hold of them, but, you know, I, I don't know. You probably have to go to the library to get uh, to get the Wi-Fi, so we'll see. But uh, but in the meantime, I don't know when he's going to come out with a new episode, but in the meantime, he does have a trem- as much as I hate to admit it, Alec at the Five for Fighting, he does have a tremendous back catalog. Yablonski, Rob Ray, Segroy, they're all there. Check it out. Actually, uh, his YouTube channel, uh, Five for Fighting, uh, he has the, he's been putting up the East Coast League fights from this year and a few from last year. I know he's going to get on the more, more, when, once they get settled and stuff, he'll be, uh, he'll be putting up some, some older stuff. But yeah, if you're on, if you, everybody listening goes, what I was, if you're on YouTube, everybody listening goes to YouTube. Well, when you go to YouTube, just hit subscribe. That's all you got to do. You're on his channel anyway, watching the fights. Hit subscribe. And while you're there, maybe bounce over to Fourth Line Voice. Jump over to my channel. Hit subscribe. It's not hard. It's just, a, it's up in the right corner. Just click it. There you go. That's all. And you're, you're, that's the thing. You're, you're, you're helping us out tremendously by doing that. Just a little thing. Hit subscribe. But yes, Five for Fighting. Check it out. He'll be back. He'll be back in business here shortly. Like I said, he's just got to figure out the Wi-Fi password. Then, of course, we got Broadway Joe Lazito. Get rid of Lazito! In the heart of it all, Madison Square Gardens, in the center of New York, the epicenter, where it all begins, and some say end, on the Coliseum Chronicles podcast. It's a New York Islander Enforcer podcast. Again, tremendous back catalog. Asham, Strudwick, Fakoda, Bolton. Matt Karkner. Give it a listen. Joe, Joe's been busy, dude. Well, he's always busy. When isn't he busy? So he hasn't, 
Hasn't come up with anything, uh, a new episode yet, but I know he's working on a few things in the background. Uh, it might be a Ranger podcast. I'm not sure. I'm, oh, maybe I shouldn't have said that out loud. Okay, I didn't, should I edit that? Okay, well, pretend, pretend you didn't hear that. Um, but yeah, Broadway Joe, let me tell you. You know, I was, I was sitting there the other night and it was on YouTube and there was a documentary came up and it was about Studio 54, that legendary, uh, that, that legendary nightclub in New York back in the day. Andy Warhol, those guys, you know, you'd always see Bowie, you'd see them all. Anybody that was in town. And I swear I was watching that documentary. I was waiting and I, I'm pretty sure I saw a mulleted, a mulleted Lazito back there. Yeah. Drinking his, uh, Long Island iced tea. Yeah. With his, uh, Dugay jersey on, just scoping it out. I'm pretty sure I saw him. I don't know. I gotta, I gotta, I'm gonna text Joe after we're done here and I'm gonna ask him what's, what's happening at Studio 54. Joe was in the know. Yeah. Someone say you go in the back door. That's Joe Lazito. Coliseum Chronicles. Give it a Lazito. All right, folks. <laughs> Hey, I have a few beer deep Saturday night. Feeling a little froggy. Oh, folks, I've, I've seriously, I'm losing followers left and right on Twitter right now. Oh, I'm just giving it to them on Twitter. Oh, it's tremendous. Oh, okay. Here, hold on. We got to take a drink here. Oh, you know what else I got here? Folks, we'll do. Here we go. I have, uh, 1991 92 Pro Set. Hockey card packages. I got two of them from Dollarama today. Uh, let, well, here we'll do a uh, we'll do a live on air break. I know this is always exciting for the for the listeners. We'll open. I was just holding them. Uh, oh yeah, who do we got here first? Oh, Broadway Bernie Nichols. There you go. But with the Edmonton Oilers, I always forgot Bernie Nichols played for the Oilers. I think Bernie Nichols forgot he played for the Oilers. These are those Pro Set Platinum ones. The pictures and everything were really nice, but they didn't put the guy's names on the front. I don't know. Oh, Neil Wilkinson. There you go. You know what? Underrated toughness. I was I was always down with Wilkinson. There you go. Who's this? Brian Prop. There you go. I didn't recognize him. Dallas in the Dallas Stars jersey. Oh, Ron Francis. You know what? Here, hold on. I gotta well, here, talk amongst yourselves while I look this up. But Ron Francis, I swear to God, is he like the most uh Yeah, 1,798 career points. Unbelievable. Yeah. And like, compl- like I, now there would be a guy, like I mean, I, uh, like completely, like I'm not saying, oh, he was the greatest player of all time or whatever, but whenever they're talking about like leading scorers and stuff, you never notice like Francis's name like never comes up. Mike Bullard. Oh, there you go. The Leafs fans. Right now, Farmer Rob's just pumped. Mike Bullard. Let, let's have a look here. He, I know he, didn't he score? Oh, he didn't. Oh, he did. Yeah, he, there he, well, he did score 50 with the Penguins one year. 51 with the Penguins. 48 with the, 48 with the blue, with the, with the Flames. He only played one year with the Leafs? Oh, for some reason I thought he played more years with the Leafs. Well, there you go. What do I know? Mike Donnelly would have been better if it was Gord. Craig Puzlowski. Oh, Sergio Mameso. I better put this aside. Tony will probably want that one. 
God, I couldn't stand Sergio Mameso. Solid power forward, though. Derek King. There you go. Yes. The classic 90s hockey cards. Larry King. This, like, the, the broadcast guy. Celebrity captain Larry King. Oh, yeah. That's what every kid wants is a Larry King rookie card. Darren Shannon. What is this? David Wheaton. The athletic career of one of the top professional tennis players. <laughs> oh, yeah. Apparently he used to play hockey. Classic. Oh, I love it. The Classic 90s, like I said, 90s junk cardboard cards. Or cardboard cards. Cardboard. They uh, loaded up with anybody. Yeah, we got Larry King. We got the Larry King rookie. I better, better put that in plastic. Yeah, there you go. Well, Neil Wilkinson can go over in the, uh, he can go over in the cement section here. Yeah. Remember a couple months back when I was telling you guys I sorted like all my tough guy cards alphabetically and all that? Well, I shouldn't say I did. My wife basically did most of it. And, uh, I was all, yeah, I'm, now I'm looking over here. I have like 300 cards now just sitting here piled up that aren't, I gotta go. Yeah. The alphabetizing was a nice thought, but it's quickly falling apart. I gotta, I, I better corral this in before it, uh, before things get bad. But maybe I'll, here, I'll, well, I'll open up the second pack at the end of the show. I'll keep everybody in suspense on the edge of their seat. Yeah, can't wait. <laughs> Alright, well, here, we're gonna, we gotta get serious here. Now we gotta get down to nut cutting time here. <clears throat> okay, boys and girls. Um, yeah, well, uh, what do I talk about first? Because there was a bunch of crybaby shit that happened last night, too. Um, hmm. Well, I'll talk about the Taylor Hall thing. Of course, Taylor Hall, uh, the other night... Hold on, I'm just shutting this light off. Here we go. The other night, um, threw a, he popped a, a Leafs player, I, whatever the fuck his name was. I don't know, some Russian kid or something. He kind of open hand kind of ear hold them a little bit like from behind and like so first of all the least player hit taylor hall from behind behind side-ish kind of eh. but it was kind of into the boards a little bit it was kind of it was a rough shot so hall gets up a little pissed obviously well buddy's course is skating away well hall comes up beside him and like open hand like with his glove on Drills him in the side of the head, slash jaw, apparently. Well, and, I mean, everybody listening here has probably seen what I'm talking about. If not, just type in Taylor Hall while we're talking here, and you'll see what I'm talking about. Okay, did you look? Okay, now, seriously. Now, really? Now, again... I know we're sitting here, we're, we're, everybody listening here, we're all fight fans, we're old school guys, I, you know, whatever. But I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll motherfuck someone when it needs to happen. I mean, I, I don't give it, like I've said a million times on this and I guess I have to clarify it every time, but whatever for the new listeners. I don't give a shit who you are, who you play for, I don't care. This is the most impartial podcast you're gonna get, cause I don't give a shit about any of it. I don't care about any of these players. I'm not, well, I'm not, I'm a blues fan, but even I, I don't give a shit. No, I'm not a fan of any of this shit. So you're getting an impartial take here, which 
I, it probably makes me the spotted owl of podcasting because I don't know how many, I don't know many that will have an impartial take as, as much as I do. I have no skin in this game whatsoever. I don't care. I I don't know how many more ways I can reiterate that. I don't care about any of this. Okay. Now it's saying that Hall fucking slaps this guy while buddy here flegas off or whatever the fuck his name is. He goes down like he got shot out. Like there's a sniper up in the balcony. Oh, he goes down and whatever. He didn't get hit when he was dead. Whatever. Oh, and they help him off. Oh. And of course, social media goes wild. Oh, this is just like Bertuzzi. Oh. Everyone's clutching their pearls and the media's up. Oh, this is why hockey will never grow. You know, and oh, it was like Taylor Hall rained, rained down a right hand from the heavens. To hit this guy. Like you would have thought it was fucking Ali hitting him. Ugh. Oh, and you should have... And the interactions that were coming at me on Twitter. Because I was just making fun of the whole thing, right? Oh, yeah. And the, the one guy is to... Oh, you've clearly never been punched before. I'm like, well... I'm, I'm thinking of the... In the conversation that we're having right here. I'm pretty sure I'm... I know who's the person in this conversation that hasn't been punched. Like, oh my god. Like, oh, and then he tells me why, and he, so he goes, it's just like Bertuzzi, what Dylan Larkin did, and Taylor Hall. It's all the same, just the results were different. Oh, yeah, oh, they're, and I said, the fact that you're saying that they're all the same tells me you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Then he tells me, how could you be so obtuse? Oh, this is who I'm dealing with. Oh, I said, holy fuck, I didn't realize we were playing Scrabble here. Look at you, obtuse. What a word. Good word. Um, yeah, oh, just embarrassing, these trolls that come out. That, it's a bunch of nothing. So, of course, player safety, oh, and they're all tweeting at player safety, and oh, Peros is this, and Peros is that. The goon doesn't get it, and all this, and whatever. Because all he did was find Paul, five grand. Which is another thing. That's what's in the collective bargaining agreement. That's what was agreed upon between the players' union and the league. Morons. Again. But these... That's like 10 cents for everybody else. You know, because these supposed diehard hockey fans. But they don't understand what the CBA is. They don't understand players' union and shit. You fucking idiots. But oh, you're diehard fans. But anyway. So he gets five grand and whatever. But no suspension. And this was on Wednesday that this happened. And since then, the Leafs have played. They played uh, Friday and then Saturday, tonight, Saturday, as I'm recording. Well, oh, I, I get. Oh, he he was still he was still trying to gather his thoughts because the he didn't play on Friday. Oh, but but Mirac would have come. It must have been all the thoughts and prayers. He was resurrected. Oh, I I, I was on death's door. But guess who played tonight for the Leafs? Oh yeah, Twinkie that got punched. That received the Tyson like Mike Tyson like right hand from Taylor Hall. That would I tell you, it would have fallen a lesser man. You know the way he went down. I thought he would be out you know four to six weeks, but no. Let you know less than seventy two hours later, he's back on the ice playing for the Leafs. Oh, what a warrior! Oh. You know what? You know what? You know what's really crazy? You know why Hall didn't get suspended? It's almost like player safety knew that was going to happen. I know it's crazy, right? Oh, because like you know, maybe they'd look into things. No, Peros a goon. He wouldn't do that, would he? 
No, he, he's a dummy. That's why you have a goon for player safety. That's what happens. Oh, yeah. This is what the NHL wants is assault. Oh, I love that one. Yeah, and then it's just like, oh, why? I always love it because even this, even tonight here with, or the other, yesterday with Beagle, I always love these people that talk like this ass kicking just fell out of the fucking sky. Like no one knows why it happened. Like you don't know why Taylor, like Taylor Hall. Yeah, the pugilist Taylor Hall with all those fights that he's been in. Just decided for the, for the hell of it. I'm going to just punch this guy in the face. I'm going to catch up to him and punch him in his jaw and knock him out. Yeah, for no reason. I just, I don't understand it. And it was funny because I literally had people just coming at me on Twitter. And you know what was funny? Every last one of them, when you went and looked at their profile, either had Toronto Leafs in their profile name somewhere, or a player's name, or where it was on their location, Toronto. Every one of them. Yeah. Embarrassing. Looking at most of their profile pictures, none of them older than 25. No. So it's just these Gen Zers that just, yeah. But oh my God, you would have thought Taylor Hall just, yeah. Oh, just like Bertuzzi. A sucker punch. I'm like, well, Hall's, you could actually maybe, uh, maybe say it was a sucker punch. But again, with Bertuzzi, like I've gone over at nauseam on this show. It's pretty hard to call something a sucker punch when you tell the guy for 30 seconds that you're going to do it. So I don't really know if it's a sucker punch. It's sort of taxing the definition of the of the phrase sucker punch, is it not? But, hey, again, don't try to use logic with these folks. But, okay, in seriousness, though. So, they, uh, yeah, so they, Taylor Hall doesn't get suspended. All right. And uh, they, they go on and on. All these, all these woke folks that figure he should have got you know, you know, two to three years in the, in the state pen, I guess, for that. Um, but now we fast forward to the Anaheim Phoenix game last night, or I guess Arizona Anaheim Arizona game. Um, forgive me for some of these. I don't give a shit who these players are. It does not matter to me. But whatever. One of the Anaheim, Anaheim ended up winning 5 nothing or 6 nothing, whatever. It was one, 5 or 6 nothing. Okay. Um, the players that are involved in this, it doesn't really matter. It's the end result of it. So forgive me if I'm forgetting their names. But Zigros or something for Anaheim scored, actually it was a hell of a goal between the legs. And he did the whole, that Michigan thing with the lacrosse thing when you throw it in. It was a cool goal. Absolutely. Tremendous. Um, and that may, I think it made it three or four nothing. And he does the big celebrate. Whatever. Okay. Again, you're on the road, but yeah, okay, sure. Uh, later on, it's five nothing with a couple minutes left in the game. Anaheim's down, whatever. Or Anaheim, it's around the Phoenix net. Goalie covers it. The Anaheim guy pokes at it a couple times. Goalie's glove. Eh, you're up five nothing. There's a couple minutes left in the game. You know, what, now, every, now, hold on. Now, everyone listening right now, in the sound of my voice, it's 5 nothing. Well, regardless, somebody pokes at your goalie. But, add this, it's 5 nothing with about 3 minutes left in the third period. 
What do you think is going to happen? Of course. Everybody say it with me. Yes. Of course there's going to be retaliation. There'd be a retaliation at the best of the times. Let alone when it's 5 nothing in the third period. But okay. So they go down, slap the goalie. Alright. So Jay Beagle for Arizona cross-checks the guy from behind. But not, yeah, I mean, whatever. It gives the guy a little shot. It wasn't like the cross-check. I'm, now I'm not just saying this for effect. It literally was a, he gave him a shot, but whatever. It wasn't like the guy was hurt or anything, but he knocked the guy down from behind with the cross-check. Like, hey, you fucking, you're messing with our goalie. Well, of course, this draws everyone in in a scrum. Now, what no one is saying, but go, again, everyone listening, you've either, 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 <laughs> you've either already seen what I'm talking about or, Go on YouTube, just type it in, just type in JB Eagle, it'll come up, and you'll see what I'm talking about. When the, you'll, now I'm gonna walk you through it here. When the scrum is, ha- when Beagle cross checks the guy and then everybody comes in, uh, who is it? Terry? That's the guy's name. Tyson Terry? Whatever. The Anaheim guy, who Beagle ends up beating the tar out of. The Anaheim guy comes around the scrum, and watch, he sort of, he jumps at Beagle and it looks like he tries to album. He's attempting to do something. And Beagle drops his shit and starts punching this guy. And so does the, and, and he, Terry eventually dropped his whatever. And Beagle ends up, they pull, beat the tar out of this guy. Bust him up, bust his eye up and whatever. Yeah. Jay Beagle, who apparently all of a sudden hockey Twitter has anointed Tony Twist now with the beating. Okay. So he beats on this kid, whatever. Nothing else really happens. Scrum, 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 whatever. Tyson Nash is the broadcaster for Arizona. And I don't know who the other guy is. But Tyson Nash and them are like, kind of like, well, good. This is what they said. It's 5 nothing. You're embarrassing the team. You poked at the goalie and this is what happened. And if you're going to play the skilled stuff and... And all that, and poke with the goalie. This is what's going to happen, is what Nash said. He's not wrong, but of course now, all the Gen Zers and the New Age fans have picked up today that they're showing the. And of course, after the game, the Anaheim guy, Zigros or whatever his name was, the guy that got cross-checked or whatever, uh, he was going on, oh, how embarrassing it is, and Jay Beagle's Bush League, and. It's just terrible that that happened and he suckered on the block. Just a crybaby interview. Which, of course, all the gens... This guy's my new favorite player. He tells it like it is. And on and on. Oh, the media's all crying about it. Of course, the, the chick writer for The Athletic, she's like, oh, well, if you're embarrassed by these goals, maybe try harder. And, oh, yeah. Because that's what Nash was talking about. And I... And that's the thing with this shit. I expect... The idiot media guys to say stupid shit. The Ian Mendez and the athletic writers and all these crybabies. Frank Cervelli and all these crybabies. And it, it, but all of a sudden you start seeing, oh, look, it's the retired players that got it. Craig Simpson, Ray Ferraro. Oh, yeah. I, I, I said, you know what the hilarious part is? Is I said, you could certainly tell who the retired players are that like are just like in private life and, and who the, who the ones that are bootlicking and I think I already said this, but are, are bootlicking and cashing the media jobs, you know, cause Craig Simpson, oh, purse, 
Okay, yeah, here's the quote. That's the problem from Tyson Nash during the broadcast. That's the problem with these young guys. You want to embarrass guys? You want to skill it up? You better be prepared to get punched in the mouth. That's all he's saying. He is laying out the facts for you. And he's not saying don't do it. But he is just saying if you're going to do it, expect retaliation. And also, when it's 5 nothing with 5.37 left in the game, and you're going to start whacking at the goalie, well... Because everybody's big problem was is that Terry, who grabbed Beagle in the pile and everything, uh, didn't really fight back. And it's like, well, then maybe don't drop, like, don't come in on a guy then. Like, whose fault is that that you decided not to defend yourself? Like, you're an idiot then. If you grab someone in a scrum, 5 nothing in an intense NHL game where guys are mad, and you know they're mad... Like I said, all again, what did I say earlier? This shit doesn't just fall out of the sky. Jay Beagle just didn't decide, to, I'm going to come on the ice and beat the shit out of somebody right now. No, you led that. You started this whole thing. So then Craig Simpson replied, Personally, I will watch skilled players perform at Amaze and Dazzle all day instead of this. Oh, thanks, Craig. You're so, you're so woke. It's just like, he knows, see that? And the thing that bugs me about that comment Craig Simpson knows exactly what Tyson Tyson Nash is talking about. He does, but he's but he has to, but he has to say stupid shit like that. Like I said, who, like I even tweeted at him. I said, "Who exactly are you trying to impress?" I'm, I'm not sure. You know what he means, but you just got to lick boots and cash checks, hey Craig. Oh, and then Craig, Craig Cervalli or whatever. Yikes. Translate it. Because you're skilled, you deserve to get punched in the mouth. Yeah, that's what Tyson Nash means. Again, not what he meant at all. Sad thing is, Frank, you know this, but hey, you gotta, you have, you gotta get your hot take out there. It's no wonder hockey Twitter is the way it is. Fucking embarrassing was my reply. And it's, and it's true. And, and it is embarrassing. You know, like I said, these guys just white knighted up around, uh, oh, but yeah, you just, sorry about that. You, you just have to like grandstand on social media. Of course, all oh, it gets all the likes and everybody replying, oh, you're so right, Greg. And oh, this is why hockey will never grow. And like somehow this happens just all the time. Like, oh God. Yeah. Oh, that's what that, that's what Tyson Nash, and then somebody's comment, oh, I hope Tyson, does anybody know if Tyson Nash is coaching kids? Oh, yeah, because God forbid the guy with 400 NHL games coaches the kids. No, you better get Dennis from the, the forklift operator from Costco. He scored 38 goals in Pee Wee once. Like, oh, like, just, like, do you people listen to yourselves? Like, just... Like, I know, I mean, you you could make a podcast doing this shit. I th- well, I, I, I guess I have. I, I guess I basically have uh, made, made a podcast doing this shit. But this week, for some reason, it just went to new heights. And tonight, we're just sitting here. I'm, I'm bored. I wasn't really doing much on, on Twitter. But I was just stoking it. I, I just... Because normally, normally I'll say one one or two things. I might jab at a few people, but that's about it. But I've kind of gotten into it a little bit with this. Because it's just, it's amusing me at this point. 
and I had a, I've have a current player, junior player, him and I, I won't say his name, but we were privately talking about it today, and he's just like, it's fucking pathetic, and he's like, the sad thing is, this is my generation talking, and I was just like, yeah, it is, you know, and he goes, you know, and then we're kind of, oh, that's the way of the world, whatever, and it's like, I don't think it is, though, I mean, we all like to say it is, and oh, this is what everybody's talking, social media isn't everybody, social media is barely anybody, especially when you're talking about Twitter, and of course, who's the most predominant voice on Twitter? It's probably the, whatever, what about 15 to 25 year olds, you know? So, you know, the Gen Zers who think, you know, cause, and I mean, in every generation thinks the one before them was wrong. So it's, uh, you know, uh, that's the voice that you're reading a majority of the time. So we, we think somehow think the world thinks that way. And it's like, well, not really 18 year olds might think that way, but you know, we all thought we knew everything when we were 18. Then, you, then you're 46 and you start realizing you didn't know fuck all when you are 18. But, you know, every 18-year-old thinks they know. Just like the ones on Twitter think they know. But now, see the difference between what 46-year-old... When I was 18, I couldn't go on a platform and tell the rest of the world what I thought. It was only my immediate friends and colleagues and teachers and stuff. You know, so now you have a platform to promote your stupidity around the world. Um, but no, I, I think we sometimes get hung up that we somehow think social media is everybody. Everyone's saying, well, not really, but anyway, I knew what he meant. And, uh, but it does seem like that sometimes, but, uh, yeah, well, and, but I said, when you have this Frank Cervelli and the Craig Simpson, the Ray Ferraro's of the world, um, and the hockey news and the athletic, and they're all crying about Tyson Nash and whatever, and. Oh, they're, of course, some of them want him fired because this is the, the, this goonism doesn't need to be on the air. And, oh, yeah. But then, of course, this, this hot topic of, uh, Beagle and them, of course, it came up on Hockey Night in Canada. Oh, you know, that woke panel. Oh, and my favorite old Jennifer Botterill's back at it. Oh, and she was on fire tonight and she was mad at blood Because BXF basically said, well, what's the league going to do? There's nothing the league can do about it. What he, again, I don't know, I can't, I guess I need to translate. The players all want this. The players want fighting and everything in the league. As much as the rest of you don't want, as much as Jennifer Botterill doesn't want it in. But of course, oh, well, they have to change the rules then and they should make it a stiffer suspension. On and on, because, oh, I mean, Jennifer, what does Jennifer Botterill know? Knows nothing except the, now she was a great women's player. She was an outstanding women's player. Women's hockey doesn't have any physical play in it. They don't hit. They don't fight. So how the fuck would she know what she's talking about? She doesn't know what they're, she's talking about when it comes to fighting in hockey. No more than I... I she, her and I have been in the same amount of NHL fights. So... But everybody's... Oh, no, I love the one. Jennifer Botterill should be in charge of player safety instead of George Peros. Oh, yeah. See, that, see there, that, that, that's a perfect example of society right there. <laughs> yeah, no, for, for, forget actual knowledge and experience. No, we'll, we'll replace it because, you know, we have to look woke, you know. Okay. So, yeah. So, again, I don't, who are we trying to look good for here? Yeah, you want Jennifer Botterill to be in charge of NHL player, and safe, player safety. 
Oh, yeah, that makes complete sense. Yeah, sure. Because she knows. How many gold medals did you win, bro? That's, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you say, well, yeah. How many NHL games has she played, bro? You know, like, what are we doing? Just stop. Stop. Now, I'm not saying you can't replace George Peros. Go ahead. You have to replace them with someone that played. It has to. And they all cry about the goon in charge of player safety. When Shanahan was in player safety, you complained about him too. He's in the Hall of Fame. It doesn't matter who's in charge of player safety. One team will be, fans of one team will be mad and the other, the fans of the other team won't be. Doesn't matter. It's, who care? It's a bunch of fans whining. Player safety, no one's ever going to be 100% behind the decision. Someone's always going to be mad about it. And I always laugh, like these same people that go on and on about, and I just, I just laugh the hypocrisy of this. And it's, and it's, it's, it's on full display constantly. These same people that will go on and on about how they hate fighting. Oh, and what Beagle did and what Taylor Hall did. This is why we have CTE and on and on and on. What's the first thing they say about George when they don't like George Peros? Well, that's what happens when you get a, a goon with a fucked up head. Yeah, pudding head. Exact quote from a guy that when you went and looked, but then three tweets earlier, he was complaining about head, this is why there's head trauma in the NHL and we need to protect the players. Three tweets later, there he is making fun of, fun of George Peros at, with CTE and the head injuries because he was a goon. Yeah, oh, there you go. It's just the height of hypocrisy, these people. Yeah. Oh, but you'll go all oh, with head trauma and CTE. Oh, on and on you'll go. Yeah. But oh boy, you could, if someone disagrees with you though, you sure, your, your mood sure changes. Yeah. Oh, all of a sudden we're name calling and oh yeah. And they all have brain damage and it's funny. And oh yeah. Like, oh, you, you people, I swear. I swear. That's why I told the one guy, I said, you're a phonier than a fucking $3 bill. You are. You're a bunch of hypocrites. The one guy's going, oh no, you are. Oh, me? <laughs> wow, well, okay. You know, how do you, where do you get that from? Well, of course he didn't. I didn't hear from him after that. But I'm like, no, I mean, I'll, I, I think I'm pretty, uh, you know, pretty straightforward and, I, my, the direction of my Twitter account has not changed in the 10 years that I've been on Twitter. This podcast is, what is this, episode 196? I don't, I haven't veered too far off the path on any of the, on the, any of the 195 episodes before this. So I'd like to say I'm pretty, I'm, I'm, uh, you know, pretty, uh, uh, you know, what's the word? Jesus, I'm just, I'm just stumbling for words here. Um, I guess consistent. There's the word I'm looking for. I, I, I think I've been fairly consistent with my, my air quote takes over the years. Oh, has any of this episode so far made sense? Am I just like sort of just, ra- I'm just rambling into the ether at this point. It's 9.15 at night. Add a couple beers. Here, hold on. Okay, we're back here. Hold on. Sorry, folks. Bathroom break. Um, oh, also, I, I just got word that my wife yelled down from upstairs that North Carolina beat Duke. Uh, so we're in the final. I mean, I already talked about the brackets. That was terrible. But 
what I did do after the first weekend, no, it was, or it was, it was the second weekend. Um, I went and put a futures bet on North Carolina to win it. And I got them at 26 to one. I just dropped a 20 on it. So yeah, it's Kansas City and North Carolina in the final. If North Carolina, the Tar Heels can pull it out. I got 500 bucks coming my way. So hopefully they can do it. We'll see. Cross your fingers, folks. <laughs> Kansas look pretty good though. North Carolina, man. Eighth seed. Yeah, pretty solid. Pretty solid. I wish I wish I had known that when I when I was filling out my bracket. Um, anyway, um, yeah, I, I mean, I don't know, I don't know what more there is to say about this. I mean, it's just it's just a bunch of fucking crybabies whining about shit. But it it does go back to what I always say with and on these fight boards and everything. Yeah, there's some fights and whatever, and everybody oh the enforcer's coming back and toughness is back and on and on. Nah, it won't be because this is exactly why. These people are going to kill, are killing hockey. Because they are the, the vocal minority. And, and I've, and I, I cite this all the time. And I've, again, I've, I've said this a million times on the show, but, um, Paul Bissonette talked about this on Twitter the, well, the other day, you know, whatever. He said it a few times, but it was a while back. But he said the the league caters to these assholes on Twitter because that's the only voice they hear. They're not hearing mine or you people listening that aren't on social because you're not on social media or you're on Facebook. Us old fuckers are on Facebook, right? You know, but they're not monitoring Facebook. You have to be on Instagram and Twitter, and that's and the who are they hearing? They're hearing the eighteen to twenty. They're hearing Leaf Girl seventy two, who's crying, and the Jennifer Botterills crying on Hockey Night in Canada. And Ron McLean, oh, I know, I know, oh, yeah. You know, you sniveling little snake. You know, it's just like, what happened What happened to you? Like, BX is the only real one on there. At least he's just like, you know, God, you know. But, it, oh, shocking. The, the, the guy that played in the NHL is the only one that gets it. No, yeah, you know, there's a shocker. But it's just like, and again, and, it, and that's the thing. On so, And I will say, like, on social media, I, like, I've been on it so long. Like I said, if it wasn't for this show, I wouldn't be. I wouldn't be on it. But over the years, and it's funny because my brother and I were talking about this, and he was kind of needling at me because he was laughing at the guy that was the obtuse guy. He was kind of laughing about it. But he was saying how, he was laughing at me about how mad I get and whatever. And it's like, I don't get mad. I'm not mad. I'm even on this. Like, I'll, yeah, I'll rant and rave and make fun of these people. And I don't think mad's not the right word. Um, it's more just like, no, it's just, I like, I just find them pathetic. Like, it's just embarrassing and just, I don't know, I just look at them with disgust. Like, just, and, and again, and, it, and I've always said, it's not the people that don't like fighting. That's not who I'm, I don't give a shit if you don't like fighting. I get why people don't like fighting in hockey. I understand that. Like I said, I have friends that don't like fighting in hockey. So I'm not friends with you anymore. It's like, I get it. But they also understand why it's in the game. They don't cry about it when it happens. They understand why it does. Um, but it's it, it's yeah. It's just it's more dis- I and I'm. It's not so much even just the the eighteen year old dork that's been a fan for seven minutes. That's not even really who I'm. That cries about the fighting. That's even not really who I'm disgusted with. I'm disgusted with the Craig Simpsons of the world. And the Ray Ferraros, and just and just these these fucking whiners that know better. 
but because they have TSN in their in their name now, and that's who's sending them checks, that they have to, like I said, they have to somehow please some imaginary judge and jury or something. Because and and Craig Simpson, I mean Craig Simpson, whatever he played in the NHL, you were candy ass when you played, so I'm not surprised. But it was like he knows what Tyson, like I already said, he knows what Tyson Nash meant. He knows, but he has to grandstand. And I said, that's when social media irritates me. Some dork from Toronto t- tweeting at me, some troll tweeting at me that I don't get it and Boomer and I should go watch UFC and all this shit. I, I lot again, the same ones that, oh, I guess you like brain injuries. Yeah, those ones are the, are the ones making fun of George Peros' head injuries. Yeah, like I said, the, the hypocrisy. Um, those people don't, because they're just, they don't know anything. They just, whatever. They're just big mouth trolls trying to impress. And like I said, they're trying to, oh, they're, it's an interesting take there. Or, or, no, what is it? Uh, yeah, I don't know about that flex, bro. Like, whatever. They have their own little idiot lingo. The flex and hot take and whatever. And it's just like, you're all, you're, they're just a bunch of clowns. They're a bunch of fucking losers. Like I said, I was telling, they've never played it. They've never been involved in a competitive sport. They've never faced adverse. They've never played through a pain. They've never had an injury. They've never been punched in the face. They've probably never, none of them have ever had consequences for their actions. They've been babied their whole life. This generation is is just babied for everything. Oh, believe me, I see it with my my wife teaching with these parent teachers. These parents, we're raising a generation of kids that will never have consequences until they get to the real world, and then they just, they'll collapse, and then oh my god, the mental anguish that they'll suffer, but because people are not giving them what they want. And in a roundabout way, again, this is with that Anaheim kid. He's doing that interview after crying about how embarrassing it was and the cross check and all that. You know, you know what it was? It was consequences for your actions. You dipshit. And the thing is, is you've played hockey long. You know exactly why it happened. But you know what? <coughs> your stupidity got your buddy beat up. So there you go. Maybe next time, don't do it. You don't poke the goalie. Beagle doesn't kick the shit out of your teammate. I guess Jay Beagle just served a purpose, didn't he? Maybe if I'm your teammate, I'm telling you, maybe don't poke the goalie five nothing with five minutes left. You know, because look at my face now. Thanks to you. There you go. It's called consequences for your actions. That's what used to happen in the game when it was policed. And Craig Simpson knows this. Ray Ferraro knows this. How many guys got into fights because of Ray Ferraro's fucking yap? That cheap little prick in his visor back in the day. His visor sticking out. Yeah, and his five head. Yeah, flapping his lips but hiding when the re- behind the refs. You know, how many times did Bomber and them have to fight for you, Ray Ray? Yeah, but here he is on Twitter. Flapping his lips. Embarrassing, but you've already had, you've always had a big mouth, Ferraro. 
Although, I, but then he flip flops, right? Because actually, with the whole Taylor Hall thing, he he was fine with it. So, you know, what is it, Ray? Because again, he knew what Nash was saying too. But I think. Yeah, like I said, I've been sort of all over this episode. I know I'm sort of repeating myself, but um no, do I get mad? No, I don't. It, it's not mad. It's yeah, like I said, it's more disgust than just sort of just eh, you know, like just shaking my head. But I but it it, it is true and I and I mean, I'm long past watching hockey and sp- basically almost pretty much sports in general. I really don't give a shit about you know, um, and I, and I think, and, and I, and I really believe a, a part of it, and I've had this conversation with many people on here, social media has really killed people's enjoyment of sports. I think the constant coverage, the constant talking heads, I think is, 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 and well, again, this next generation coming, the new fan that's coming, this is their normal, so this is their sports, this is what they grew up with, but I think people, whatever, maybe 30 and older, this isn't the sports that we grew up with. We didn't have 24 hour, like I didn't have 24 hour coverage on sports. I mean, certainly didn't have social media and on and on and on. So, and I think now if we're sort of involved with social media or you have Twitter, you have whatever, and you keep reading it and reading it and reading it, I think eventually, um, see for me, when I can keep reading it and I get all these idiots coming at me, this is just fuel for this, for, for this show. But, Buddy, who doesn't have the podcast or anything from this, he just gets disgusted and, and, and leaves the medium, which I don't blame. Because, you know, these, these fans, they've, they've lived, and it, it sounds so childish, you know, but in a simple, in a simple way of saying it, they've taken the fun out of it. They've, t- fans have taken the fun out of the sport. It's, social media isn't fun to be on, really, anymore. And I've been told this by countless people. And I completely understand it. For me, it's a necessary evil that I have to be on it to do this and promote my show. And the other, well, summer it'll get busier. But I said in the winter with my job, I have a lot of free time. So I'm actually looking at, I scroll social media quite a bit, which I shouldn't because I get irritated with that. But but yeah, I I can see it. And I can see how people that, even if you're like, if like, I, I, I'm using you as an example, Rob, but Farmer Rob, um, you know, been a Leaf fan forever. Um, but he's also an old school guy and he knows it. He, he's been on this show before. Um, he was on my old platform. Rob, I got to get you on the show again. Um, but he knows. He knows what the least problems is. Whatever, if I went and, if I got him on the phone right now and just said, hey, Rob, the, the fucking, the Leafs are soft as baby shit. He'd be like, yeah, I know, that's the problem. He knows. But I know for someone like that, reading Leafs Twitter, it probably just drives them nuts. And probably takes the fun out of some of it. I've had people that aren't on social media anymore because they just can't take it. And the problem is, is the media now is, like I said, the Frank Cervelli's, uh, he, he has like 220,000 followers on Twitter. I don't know. He does some fucking podcast and some, he's a writer or something. Um, 
down goes Brown and the athletic writers and the hockey news writers and on and all these people that have all the journalists and stuff that have media accounts. All of them. All they do is whine about this shit. So now, as a fan, so you try to, you do your best to sort of tailor your feed, right? You don't follow Leaf Girl 39 or Tavares Rules, number one, because they're just 18-year-old whiners. So you don't follow them. But you follow the Leaf Lunch guys, or you follow the, the athletic writer for Toronto, or the hockey news guy. Because you're a hockey fan, so you want to get the news. But now you're just inundated with these people crying about this shit and whining constantly. The league needs to do something. And Jennifer Bonnerell should be in charge. And oh, you go my queen and all this horse shit. No one wants to read this bullshit. And it's not that, oh, I kind of think that was a cheap shot and they shouldn't have done that. Okay. I'm not, like if they had just said that, I wouldn't have said anything. I wouldn't be going on. I wouldn't even have brought this up on this show. But no, they got to go on. This is what's wrong with hockey. And that's the problem with hockey culture. It's ingrained. And blah. What is it? Does anybody ever ask baseball, basketball, football, why they don't let a guy punch another guy in the face? Like, just this stupid shit. But, and the media guys just jump all over it. So now, not only do you have the idiot fan crying about this shit, now you got the idiot media person crying about this shit and god forbid you got to have you have to have a big hot take or a clickbait title to your article because you got to get the rubes to, to click so it, it's some sensationalized bullshit and it's you know like i said the and it's like politics right you know it's it's foolish they know what they're saying is bullshit but you got to get the people's attention with it whatever right so well, i got you here now and that's what it, same thing. Just these attention grabbing headlines for their, their article or their tweet and, and it gets everybody wound up. And it just gets tiresome to read. I completely agree with, with, with these people that, yeah, it isn't fun. And I've, I mean, I've said it for years that social media is a cesspool. And I mean, I've been on Twitter since 2013. Believe me, I've seen this shit coming. It's gotten 10 times worse than when I started on here. Because in 2013, Leafs Girl and Tavares Fan Number 1, they were only like 10 years old. But, at 10 years, now they're the 20-year-old. Right in the demographic of Twitter. The heart of the demographic. And guess who's whining? Because they grew up with Ian Mendez crying about this shit. And Craig Simpson. Here we go. This is why we got what we got. So, but like I said, and like I said, the the hypocrisy of it, just that's the other thing that's like it's just sort of it's just sickening. Like I said, these people, as soon as it's like, you know, as soon as somebody doesn't like, they do something that they don't like. Oh, they're just on the per- they'll make fun of them and everything. But it's all the shit that they're they're they were three tweets ago completely against. But oh, it's interesting. Like yeah, I don't know. Does anything what I'm saying make sense? I don't know. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I don't know. What else is there to say? Um, oh, for my back catalog, um, of course, Wednesday's episode, the last episode I had was a season ticket series uh, with Anthony in Las Vegas. Really enjoyed talking to him. And we covered the uh, 08-09 East Coast Hockey League season. 
Uh, Anthony's out in Las Vegas, so he was watching the Wranglers at the time. Yeah, we just kind of just went through the season, or went through all the teams and the, just talked about some of the guys and what happened that year and, and that type of thing. Well, I actually recorded another one of the season series. I did that yesterday. Um, I had my old friend John Searson from the UK on and, uh, we recorded and it was about the 2000, 2001 British Super League season. And, um, I was saying early, I was saying to John, I, well, we bring it up on the episode, but I'll say it to you guys here. Um, I will say all those years, um, like, I mean, I knew some of the, I mean, you know, some of the names that are over in the UK, but I think we've, as fight fans, um, I think we've really slept in the UK league. Um, I mean, not so much now it's, you know, whatever they don't fight there either. But back in the day, like when we did this episode in the year 2000, that season, the teams were like, you just think of some of the guys that were over there, Dave Morissette, Dennis VL, Brad Wingfeld. You know, um, Paul Ferrone, uh, Trevor Doyle. Like, there was lots of tough guys over there. And, uh, yeah, so it was, it was Clayton Norris, Clayton Chuck Norris for the old Medicine Hat Tiger days. A lot of old dub tough guys over there. So it was a lot of fun to go, to go through the, the rosters and talk about the guys. And, yeah, and there was a lot of fights over there. And, uh, uh, yeah, and I think it's definitely a league that gets, um, kind of, um, pushed aside by fight fans. Um, and I, hey, I'm, and I'm as guilty as anybody. Um, again, I'd see some of the fights now and again from over there, but back in my, like my tape trading days and, and stuff like that, I was never going around like, Oh, I got to get the UK season when that wraps up this year. And, you know, I was getting a hold of Paul for his best dubs or anything like, no, not at all. It's only been in the last little while. And of course, Paul, who has the, the UK fight channel, um, who he does a great job and he's really the, the, the godfather of fighting over in the UK as far as collecting it and putting it on YouTube. And, um, yeah, he's, he's preserved the history over there of, of fighting in, in the UK. He, it's been great. Thank, thankfully he was doing it. But, uh, yeah, if you go to YouTube and look up some of the fight, Louis Bedard, there's another guy that was over there. Um, Bedard VL, go look up those fights, just toe to toe battles. And, uh, yeah, so John and I talk about all that stuff and it was, and it was great. And, uh, I'm just telling some of you guys, you North American guys, um, seriously start, look, look into some old UK super league stuff, tremendous fights over there. And like, oh, they had a couple line, like some awesome line brawls and bench clearing brawls. Oh yeah. We talk about them. And this is in 2000, not 1978. No, in 2000, they were having clearing them. So yeah, definitely check it out. And, uh, and we talk, we, we name a bunch of examples and definitely check that out on, on YouTube. But, um, yeah, so that's another season, uh, series one. So I was really happy to get, actually get some content done. And, uh, so I'm not, <laughs> not running around Tuesday night for you guys. But, um, I know I had said earlier about, uh, interviewing Battleship Kelly. Uh, that is in the works. Um, I will say to be completely honest, and I, I, hey, I'll, hey, I'm, I've never lied to you guys. I'll be honest. Uh, it, it's an intimidating interview for me. Um, not that I'm scared to talk to him or anything like that, but it's just, it's a seventies guy and that's not my wheelhouse. Like if it was a nineties guy, I'm right in the pocket. You know, I, I was in it. I know what's going on, the video, blah, blah, blah. But seventies, you know, I mean, I've seen Battleship Kelly, some of his fights and I know who he was. I've read the Don Cherry book talking about him and I know all that, but, 
I don't know his career inside out like some people. And I know some of the people listening will like, uh, you know, that will have, will have been back in the day and watched him play and, and stuff like that. I mean, and, and again, it, it maybe it's, this is my own, my own mental thing, but like in my mind, they'll be, you know, they'll somewhat be judging me in terms of my interview, uh, of him. So, um, I want to get it right. And I know he doesn't do a lot of interviews. So it's not like, Oh, can I come get, get you back on for part two? Like it'd probably be like, no, you know, like, I don't know. Maybe he won't. Maybe he'll be all pumped for it. I don't know. But I mean, I don't think he's ever done a podcast that I know maybe he has. I don't, but I've never heard it. And, uh, so I don't want to screw this up. So, um, and, uh, you know, and at the same time, I don't want to extend, right. I don't want to push too hard. So yeah, it's going to be, uh, yeah, I'm not going to lie. I'm a little intimidated by this one, but, uh, I, I've got a lot of Jay, you know, Finland once again came through for me, sent me a ton of articles on him. Um, and then of course, Nick who's setting it all up. Um, I'm going to talk to him. He's, you know, he knows what's going on. So I think we'll have a good, um, a real good batch of questions and I'll kind of, and I'll kind of give uh battleship a heads up ahead of time. Like this is what we're going to talk about, whatever. So, you know, so if you can have some stories ready and you know, no, it's not, I'm not just hitting them off the top of my head, off the top of his head, trying to come up with something. I'll let him think about it. So I think we can get some good stories and I don't know. So on one hand, I'm really nervous about it, but on the other hand, um, I, I really want to do it and, and, and bring it to you guys. Cause I think, um, you know, it's a rare look into the seventies, um, from a tough guy and, you know, we could get some, you know, some O'Reilly and some Wilson story or whoever stories. And, uh, you know, those are always, you know, it's not like those guys are just out doing interviews on podcasts, right? The older 70s, 70s guys, you know, so, um, I'm looking forward to doing that. So hopefully it'll work out. Like I said, it's not like we've booked a time or a day or anything. We've, we're still talking, but he knows I want to do one and he's agreed and, so we're gonna we're setting it up, but uh, I, I'm just as we're talking here, I'm, I'm just letting you know I'm a little intimidated with it, but uh, we're I'm definitely gonna do it. So, um, but yeah, and I've reached out to a couple other players, and uh, yeah, it's been tough sledding lately with the interviews, and uh, yeah, so you know, again, I'm I'm always honest with you guys. Um, I've asked a couple guys; um, they said they'd love to do the show, and they'll let me know. And we're kind of just sitting here waiting for him to let me know. And, you know, we're going on a couple of weeks now. So I don't know. I guess I'm going to have to, I'll give him one more try. Like I'll send him one more thing. And, uh, after that, the ball's in their court. And if they don't get back to me, well, then I guess we're moving on. And so, and then they, or they clearly didn't want to do it. So, um, like I said, if they were that gung ho for it and that interested, I think they'd be making more of an effort. So I'm not, and like I said, at this point, I'm not chasing people around. So. If they want to, great. If they don't, it's too bad. And, uh, you know, I don't, I, like I always say, I don't, if you don't want to do it, just say no in the first place. I don't know what we have to dance around for, but whatever. Um, that's the way it is. But, uh, yeah, guys, so that's what's up. So Wednesday, um, I, I think it'll be John's episode. Uh, unless, I kind of wanted to spread them out a little bit, but, uh, that's just the way the cookie falls right now. But I, like, I, it, like, hey, if I got to throw it out Wednesday, I will, but, um, I was going to kind of break it up, but, uh, you know, we'll see. But, uh, regardless, uh, you know, we'll, I'll be back on Wednesday for you guys. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. What, I, oh yeah, this pack of cards. Here. Should I open up another pack? Why not? I, I've kept you here this long. It's another few minutes. 
Here we go. We'll open up. That's one thing with the 90s things. I will say, you missed the gum, that's for sure. All right, number one. Valerie Zalapukin. There you go. That's a hell of a handle. Hot prospect, Valerie Zalapukin. Actually, he didn't have a bad little career. Neil Broughton. I know one thing with Neil Broughton. He was one of Wayne Gretzky's three career fights. Jeff Sanderson. Prospect card. Again, another solid. What is this, all prospects? Another prospect card. Who's this Buffalo guy? Oh, Donald Laudette. I'm sitting in the dark here, so I'm kind of just shining it from the keyboard. Donald Laudette, another guy, pretty solid career. Oh, Teppo Newman for the Winnipeg Jets. William will be all over that. Oh, here you go, top prospect, Adam Foote. Another guy, well, here, here's a Hall of Famer. This ain't bad. Prospect, Dominic Hasek with the Chicago Blackhawks. Hall of Famer. Oh, Davey Manson. There's one for the goon vile. Actually, Manson had a hell of a career. A thousand games. Brent Ashton, the most traded player in NHL history. Don't unpack Brent Ashton. Actually, I I was watching an old, uh, it was an early 80s fight DVD, and Ashton is on there. And Man, who does he fight? It is a great fight. Just a toe-to-toe battle. Damn, I can't remember who it is now. It's on my YouTube channel. Check it out, Brent Ashton. Really good fight. It's when he's with the Bruins. Oh, Brett Hall. Yeah, that's not that's not a bad player. And the final card. Oh, All Star Al McGinnis. Well, there you go. Well, that's not bad. Rookie Dominic Hasek, Dave Manson. There we go, folks. The the old Dollarama comes through. I bought those two dollar grab bags. Now I know that pack of cards isn't worth two bucks, but uh, I like opening them up. Um, Actually, I actually forgot they were down here till I till I uh, started recording. But um, yeah, audio pack opening. What a what a thrill! <laughs> um, yeah, guys. I don't know. It, it's it's weird. I it's it's one of these nights. I'm just kind of hanging out here. I'd kind of really like to keep talking to you guys, but I just really don't have too much more. I don't know what else to talk about. Um, I think I bored everybody to death with. Uh, I don't even know really what I said. A big part of me, actually, about ten minutes ago while I was talking, was just wanted to hit stop and like, okay, I got to re 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 uh, reevaluate what I'm talking about here. Like, the, in my as I'm saying it, like I did, I had like kind of some bullet points, but I don't have. Well, that goes for most episodes. I don't really have. Uh, it, it's not written out in front of me what I'm going to say, or I don't have anything. I just I have bullet points, and uh, I didn't even really have bullet points for this episode. I had just well, I guess I yeah, I guess I would call them bullet points, but um, I guess I hadn't really thought of them, thought about it, because usually in the truck all week I'll have a I have a sticky pad, and I write down my ideas and stuff. Well, as I'm sitting there and I'm doing my work, I'll be kind of thinking, oh yeah, this, this, and this, and I'll kind of think about it first. Well, I should say this and bring up this example and whatever. So I'm kind of thinking about it. I didn't really do that with this one. I mean, I wrote some stuff down, but um, I guess I was so busy, like, fucking making fun of these people on Twitter uh, tonight that I wasn't uh, putting a lot of thought into uh, what I was going to say once I hit record. So, um, in my head, I feel like this episode was really scrambled, and uh, I apologize if it was. Um, yeah, I was just kind of... Lucy Goose here Saturday night, and like I said, a few great West lights in me, and uh, I don't know. I, well, I will say, as I'm saying, when I was saying it, it made sense to me, 
but it, maybe the finished product didn't exactly come out uh, making sense. But uh, yeah, whatever. I'm, I'm sure I've thrown I've I've, uh, I've I've put out worse things out in the ether with my name on them. So oh well. But uh, anyway, guys. Oh, we'll go back upstairs, see what's happening up there. But uh, uh, I want to thank everybody for tuning in. That I am serious about. Um, I know I picked up some new followers here, or followers, listeners along the way, and I want to thank everybody who has tuned in. And I always say who has sent me messages, um, and uh, good, bad, or otherwise. I appreciate it. And if you have any suggestions for the show. Um, I'd love to hear from you. If you're on social media, please follow me, Fourth Line Voice on Twitter as well as on Facebook. Uh, just send me a private message. Um, if you're not on social media, again, you are smarter than the rest of us. Um, but you can email me, hockeyfights, all one word, hockeyfights at hotmail.com. And, uh, yeah. Let me know what you think and, or what, or, you know, if there's a topic I should talk about or if you have a story that I, you think I should mention or a list. If you got a list, let I, I love the list. Um, yeah, let me know. I'd love to hear from you. And uh, and lately, I have actually been getting a, a fair amount of private messages and some emails from guys and uh, and and I, with some suggestions and some thoughts on things. And I really appreciate it. And uh, and and like I said, it's always um, like I said when you're a creator and you put yourself out there and you and you and you put your your ideas out for the world to hear. Um, it could be a scary thing. And, uh, but so it's, it's, it's nice to get that confirmation and that, and like I said, I know I've said that before and I, and I mean, I'll say it a thousand more times, but, uh, anyway, guys, um, yeah, we'll, we'll shut her down, but, um, thank you very much for tuning in. I really, I very much appreciate it. Um, whatever platform you happen to be listening to this, uh, show on, whether it be Spotify, iTunes or what have you, could you rate and review my show? It would be, I'd greatly appreciate it. Um, it helps me out in the searches as well. If you could download the episodes, please do not stream them. If you downloaded the, if you stream this one, that's fine. But in the future, if you come back and you're going to listen to more content, could you download it? I would greatly appreciate it. I, I get paid by the download and, uh, and it also helps just analytically. Uh, you can just see what's help. You can, well, it helps. You can just see what's hitting and what's not. And, um, and a, and a bunch of other things, but it, you just see where, what they're listening to, what times and all that stuff. So, uh, if you could just download it, it would be greatly appreciated. And, uh, yeah, like subscribe and all that stuff. And like I said, I've, and I always say, and I've often said this and I will, again, I will say it a million more times, but I know there is a, a billion podcasts out in the world and, uh, from ex players to what have you that have a lot more credibility than I do. Some have a lot less credibility than I do, but, um, I, I'm well aware of where I am in the, in the ecosystem of podcasting, but, uh, um, the fact that you took time out to listen to the, to the little guy, the little guy in the big, in the big ocean. Um, I appreciate it. And I know it's a niche, uh, it's a niche podcast and, uh, it's certainly not for everybody. And I understand that. And, uh, but I'm trying my best to grow. And, uh, if, and it's, and, uh, I really rely on you guys, the listeners, because like, as, as I said, in my ranting and raving tonight, um, probably the majority of my listeners, if I broke it down with the demographics and stuff, aren't on social media and, uh, and they're older fans. I'm sure I don't have too many 18 year olds listening to me. I'm, I'm nightmare fuel for the Gen Z crew. So, um, 
yeah, um, I have old, my, the people that would listen to me are probably the ones that don't watch hockey anymore, much like myself. And they're probably not on social media. So I can't reach those people. So, but I need you guys to reach those people. And, um, that's why I always say, uh, this, this show and the growth of this show, I will keep going around social media and pumping it up as much as I can. But if any of you guys listening could tell a friend that, you know, maybe is a disenchanted hockey fan, he doesn't, or he's not on social media or anything like that, just say, hey, there, there's a grumpy old bastard like you that yells in a microphone in his basement. You should listen to him. And, uh, and, and, Maybe I could grow the. Sh- I can. I can only grow through you guys. And uh, if you guys could help me out, that I, I will. How about this? That that'll be our deal. I will keep making content twice a week for you guys. And in return, my only payment from you guys could be uh, if you just told people and promote it for me. Tell a friend. Maybe share a link. Send the link to someone. Hey, you should listen to this guy. Or, hey, I know you're a fan of this player. You should listen to it. Or, I know you're a fan in the UK. There's a season series coming up. Anything, uh, I would be greatly appreciated. The word of mouth is what's going to build this podcast. And what's what's built it so far. And I appreciate and I hear from you guys. And I love it. And I appreciate it. Uh, all the guys that text me. I love having the conversations with you guys. And, um, yeah, the more we can bring in, the better. Because it means better guests. Better content, um, which in the turn just makes for a better product and a better podcast and a better listening experience for you guys. And uh, like I said, I, I've always said, I can't do it by myself. I need help from you guys. And uh, any any help you can you can give it would is great and it's appreciated. You know, like I said, whether it be through ideas, criticisms, or promotion. And uh like I said, it's the people's podcast. I'm the vo- the fourth line voice, the voice of the people. And um, I'm, you know, the voice of the voiceless. And because uh, I hear it from you guys all the time. Oh, I feel the same way. I don't watch you. I hate it too. Blah, blah, blah. They just, you guys, they just don't have a platform like I have to talk. So they're, I'll be the voice for them, for you guys. So, uh, yeah, let's get some more voices though. And, um, so any, any help would be greatly appreciated, but anyway, all right, guys, again, thank you very much for tuning in. This is Darren at the hockey podcast network. And, uh, in the meantime, check out my YouTube channel, fourth line voice, follow me on social media, send me a note. Love to hear from you. All right, guys, let's attack the work week. I'll talk to everybody. I'll talk to you guys on Wednesday. Thanks guys. And you people that don't like fighting, how many of you did you walk out and get a coffee while that was on?